Welcome to the Pulp Nostalgia and Old Time Radio Podcast. It's October, and just like every year at the podcast, that means this month's episodes all have a Halloween flavor, with stories of ghosts, ghouls, and other horrors. To wrap up the month, we're offering the 1932 radio serial of Frankenstein. This series, starring George Edward, was designed to capitalize on the Frankenstein mania caused by the Universal film. It is told in 13 episodes, and we'll be airing an episode every day leading up to Halloween. You can also find the earlier episodes in our podcast feed. We hope you've been enjoying these pulp-inspired stories from the days of old-time radio, brought to you by Brick Pickle Pulps. The best way to support the podcast and make sure we can keep bringing you the classic entertainment is to shop through our store or purchase our books from Amazon or other bookstores. You can find a link to all of our books and our entire online store at brickpicklemedia.com. And remember, if you like the show, please leave feedback on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And with that, on with the show. Frankenstein related his experiences to Captain Walton, who noted them in his journal. And it is owing to that journal that we are able to retell the strange experiences of Baron Victor Frankenstein. Each morning, Captain Walton used to visit Baron Frankenstein's cabin. Uh, good morning to you, uh, Captain Walton. Good morning, Baron Frankenstein. You look over the notes which I have made in my journal. I did. They form a very graphic and remarkable story. It is extraordinary to think I am reading my own story, and that story is not yet ended. Somewhere outside, the foul monster of my creation still wanders at large, waiting to wreak his evil vengeance on all who stand in his path. Did you create a mate for that monster? You may remember you were telling me that you and your friend Ernst Clerval had arranged to journey to a lonely island in the Orkneys there to attempt to create a female monster. That is true. And I lied to my wife. I told her that I was going to take a short trip for my health. Eventually, I reached the island in the Orkneys, and there Ernst Clerval and I took up our residence in a large, comfortable cottage. I used one big room at the back to conduct my experiments. I studied night and day. I worked for months. And at last I molded a form which I hoped would someday have life and would be the mate of the monster which I had created. One night I sat working over this form while Ernst sat by my side. He watched me at work alone. Victor. I do not know whether you are doing the right thing. I do not feel that you should create another monster. I have doubts myself, my friend. As my work nears completion, I am afraid. I think that I will unleash another killer, another frightful monster to bring havoc and misery into the lives of many people. And yet I must go on. You do not know that the original monster you created still lives? 
he may have died by now. And if you continue with this work, you may have to destroy it. Sometimes I feel that the monster which I created will destroy me. Oh, you should not think of those things. Have you heard from Elizabeth lately? I received a letter from her yesterday. She begged me to return home and wonders why I am delaying so long. She must never know what I am doing. She will never forgive me. She will never learn. Come to bed now, Victor. You have worked long enough. You look tired and ill. Uh, I am tired and ill. But I cannot leave my work at present. You go to bed and leave me here. The truth to tell, I am tired of this cold, windy, unpleasant island. Will we be here much longer? Not very much longer. If I work through the night, it will merely be a matter of waiting for a thunderstorm. That might come tomorrow, and then my work will be complete. Then this lifeless body will have the divine spark, and I will have sinned again. Oh, think of it, Ernst. I should not do it. I, I know I should not do it. Courage, my friend. It is not too late to destroy the body. Go, leave me. I must think. And I must work on and on, working for the monster which I created. You will be all right here? Of course. Why not? Oh, very well, my friend. I will bid you good night. A moment. What was that? Oh, the casement window flew open. The force of the wind must have blown it open. Strange. It has never done that before. I shall close it before I go. Ah, that is better. Good night, Ernst. I will see you in the morning. Good night, Victor. Do not stay up too long. Alone through the devil's work that I have made my own. My thoughts drive me to a frenzy. If only I had never attempted to create the monster. If only... I did not have to slave now at the orders of my own creation. Who's that? I said that I would be watching over you, Frankenstein. The monster. I have watched you these many days. I've traced you to this lonely island, and I am happy knowing that now you are obeying my orders. Knowing that soon I am to have a companion, a mate in my own likeness. Oh, why do you haunt me? Why have you followed me here? Are you not my creator? Have I not the right to follow you and watch you at your work? Anger me not, Frankenstein. I am living for the day when that lifeless form that lies before me shall have life. Then there will be one creature on this earth which will not regard me with shuddering, hatred, and loathing. You look more hideous than ever. And when I think that I created you, I am filled with horror and remorse. I cannot make another in your likeness. Be gone, foul fiend! Have a care, Frankenstein. You remember the threat I made to you? Unless you complete your work, unless you make me a companion... All those whom you love shall die at my hands. Standing there, framed in the window, you look more loathsome than anything I have ever seen. Those hands which I made have killed defenseless people. And they shall kill other defenseless people if you do not obey my orders. Tell me this. Have you slain anyone since last we spoke? I slew but one man. 
He laughed and jeered at me, hurled stones at me, turned the villagers against me. Then I seized his throat and choked the life from his body. You devil, you promised you would slay no more men. Have you the right to command me? Am I not your creator? Did you not swear to me that if I carried out your orders, there would be no further murders? Sometimes the desire comes upon me to kill. I cannot resist that desire. But proceed with your work, Frankenstein. I like to watch you. Go from here. I will not proceed with my work while you are here. Go, you loathsome visage. Oh, you fill me with horror and hatred. Very well, my master. I will go. But I will not be far away, and I hope that soon your work will be complete. I bid you farewell. We shall meet again. Did the monster trouble you again that night, Baron Frankenstein? I did not see the monster again that night, but I sat in thought for many hours, realizing that my ghastly work was a great sin, remembering the face of the monster as I had last seen it. Wrinkled with ghastly malice and treachery. I was sitting there when dawn broke. My friend Cheval came in and found me. As soon as he saw me, he said, Victor, have you been here all night? I haven't. Is your work complete? It is not complete. But I received a visit from the monster last night. And I know now that I cannot complete this work. I dare not make another fiend. I have not the right to do it. What did the monster say? Did he threaten you? Yes. Do you not understand, Ernst, that if I create this female, there is no knowing that she will accept the monster as her mate? She might turn with disgust from him when she sees him amongst other men. She will also know and realize that he is hideous and deformed, and she may have the same murderous purposes. I dare not do it. I must not do it. My poor friend, how can I advise you? Give me that iron bar. I feel that madness is upon me. I swear that I shall never complete this work. Give me that iron bar and stick. Here it is. What will you do with it? You will see. I will destroy all traces of my work. Look. I smash this lifeless form to atoms. Never will I resume these labors. As I smash this form, so do I defy the monster. I will find him. I will no longer fear his threat. I will destroy him just as I am destroying this work of mine. Look on me, Ernst. Victor, you are close to madness. Yes, close to madness. See. See now what I have done. The monster shall never have a mate. Perhaps you are wise. I know that I am wise. But I know that my first creation still lives. And when he learns of this, he will vow hatred and revenge. The monster. Oh, he approaches the window now. I still have the iron bar. I shall destroy him as I destroy the form that was to be his mate. Oh, the loathsome creature stands outside the window. Look at him. Yes, look on me, Frankenstein. Look on your creation and look on the work you have destroyed. And I am glad that I destroyed it. Do you dare to break your promise? I left Switzerland after you. I crept along the shores of the Rhine. I have dwelt many months in the heaths of England and among the deserts of Scotland. I have endured unutterable fatigue, cold and hunger, and now you dare to destroy my hopes. Your threats cannot move me. 
say, confirming me the determination not to create a companion for you. Do you think that I, in cold blood, would set loose upon the earth another monster whose delight is in death and wretchedness? I will kill you. Careful, Victor. I do not fear him. I seize the iron bar from his ground. Stand back, Frankenstein. Do you think you are to be happy while I grovel in the intensity of my wretchedness? I go now, Frankenstein. But we will meet again on the day that you are reunited with your wife. Remember that, Frankenstein. On the day that you are reunited with your wife, you and I will come face to face again. Ernst, will you not help me to kill him? I have beat me a helpless. He stands outside the window. He wrenched that iron bar from your grasp and bent it as if it were a stick of willow. See, he has gone now. Did you hear his trick? I am afraid. And you may well be afraid, Frankenstein. You have had your chance, and you let it slip by. Fear me, my creator. I am now your master. Leave this out at once. Did the dreadful monster carry out his threat, Baron Frankenstein? Ask me no more today, Captain. I recall that I almost swooned after the monster had left me. And I feel now that the monster is not far away. He is close to this ship. I seem to sense his presence. I shall place armed men on guard outside your cabin. Do not fear, Baron Frankenstein. If my men set eyes on the monster, they will kill him. I go to give those orders now. <laughs> 